Good day, everybody. Well, that sounds weird not to say it. Anyways, uh, guys, before I jump on to the intro, uh, I got some big news. We got a brand new sponsor on the show. That's right. We got a brand new sponsor. So if you're looking for a gift for that special somebody, look no further. Check out Smooth My Balls. That's right. SmoothMyBalls.com slash NA30. Use the promo code NA30. And get 15% all your ball needs. Get it? Not only for balls, also for bushes and buttholes. Here we go. Here's the here's the actual intro. NA30. What's up, Nana Nation? And lovers of milk and cookie, what's up, y'all? Okay, so this was a slight delay on this. I'm sorry, but it's out. Uh, milk and I recorded this a couple of weeks ago, and it's awesome. So if you ever met somebody that turned out not to be who they said they were, Maybe it was me and Milky. You never know. Check out. This story relates, and I'm sorry. Um, with that being said, the pod, the network is growing and moving quickly. We got nothing but miss coming up. We have a leaf edition that just came out. We have um, Nobody Gives an F as well. Sorry, little ears in the room. Uh, and with that being said, probably another one of uh, the flagships, of course. With that being said, hope all is well. Stay safe. The third wave is coming. 2021 where you at bitches all right milk and cookie here we it's good nana nation it's your boy okay it's good nana nation it's your boy milky always here doing the things the milky way pouring a tall glass of fresh milk pulling out a new batch of cookies and of course guiding me is the man who doesn't need a fake persona to get the job done his bazooka is always locked, cocked, and unloaded, and ready to unload. It's El Jefe. How are you, Holmes? Yo, baby, I'm living my best life. As you can see, I'm drinking some White Claw, Claw is a law. I'm feeling good. I hit the vape a couple times. I'm in a good spot, baby. Let's do this. Let's get it. Mm. You know, I always thought drinking something like White Claw would make me feel empty inside (laughs) but the only thing that's empty inside is the calories because one net carb baby let's do this i'm there all day let's go you know what i was in a couple of those this weekend and i felt pretty good the next morning so you know what yeah if i get labeled as a worst drinker one so be it they're fucking delicious yeah i'm i'm over like there's a reason first and foremost there's a reason why basic white bitches love this drink (laughs) it's super easy to drink like, yeah, sex on the beach is great. But it's like 60 grams of sugar. You can't do that. I can't. I'm 38, bitch. I can't be doing that. I like to oh, watch I, my goddamn net carbs. Yeah, all that heartburn. Who, who wants that? Fuck I ain't got time for that. Dude, <laughs> every, when I get heartburn now, I'm so frustrated because I'm like, I know better. I shouldn't be dealing with goddamn heartburn. <laughs> yeah, but we never so That's what my 20s was for. Tight ass <laughs> jeans and heartburn. <laughs> Yo, but speaking of not getting heartburn, (laughs) perfect segue. I'm just playing. Um, We're here with another installment of Milk and Cookies. Um, Of course, it's Milky and El Jefe himself in the hizzy. And we're talking about fake personas used to get some action or get that one night stand. Mm. Now, I got to ask you have you ever done this? And if you have, please, please reveal the story. All right, man. Like, first and foremost, I just want to get it out early. And we forgot to do this last time we recorded, but this is a full disclaimer about this podcast. 
Um, if you're easily offended, get out now. Please. If you haven't already been offended. Um, <laughs> you know, like, you know, sometimes we call bitches bitches, but not because they're women or female. It's because they bitches. Um, <laughs> like, we call hoes hoes because they're hoes. Because you're not to, Not to be derogatory, just calling a spade a spade. So from the bottom of my heart, if you get offended by this, I am sorry, but you're in the wrong podcast. We're going to get dirty. Uh, this is not safe for work. If you are listening to this in the car with kids, please shut it down and put us in your ears while you're taking a dump or something. Because, like, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, we're just here to get nitty gritty. And if this is for you, you know, please believe you need to leave. Yeah. You know, like, feeling cute. My delete later it is what it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. So with that being said, Melky, um, tonight, tonight's um, theme topic is like, like disguising or like lying. Some people, some people might call it lying. Some people might call it being creative. I'm not too sure where I lie on the fence with this one, but have I ever? Technically, yes. Okay. Technically, nope. yes. Now, please share with our, our lovely viewers and listeners. I'll tell you this, man. Don't lie. First and foremost, don't lie. Yeah. Just be yourself. Everyone knows that. Be like, be yourself. Um, and mine not even like that, even that crazy. But me and my boys, we used to love, love going out and singing karaoke. Now, I'm not good at it, but I feel like I got a certain stage presence. Kind of like, you know, when you see someone shitting in the streets, you don't want to watch them shit in the streets, but you're curious why they're doing that. And I feel like I bring that same energy to the karaoke stage. That being said, one night um, we met these girls and they were all kind of like, I don't know how to phrase it. Like they were, they were exotic. And I don't want to say it like that because like, I feel like that's a kind of cliche, but they were like, they weren't like the regular white trash people that would normally go to this bar. Like, you know, this, this girl was half Danish, half Trinidadian. Okay, so like, Exotic. Like, and probably like your sister, man. I don't even know for sure. But yeah, the crazy thing was. My sister. Got, sorry, man. My sister looks like Sideshow Bob on a good day. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to most sister. But um, this girl, like, she was light skin, great, like, nice eyes. Uh, and then, like, wavy, curly hair tall like like she was checking off a lot of boxes for me and like i was chatting with her and we we kind of had like okay she was in the sean paul video for um get busy uh, get busy yeah 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 okay. she was in that music video right so that that's a caliber of girl she was in a canadian music video so mm -hmm. i'm put that out there yeah um we we started chatting and like I don't even know how it got started, but like the night ended, we were kissing, making out. We, we were chatting. She's like, "How old are you?" I'm like, "Well, I got a baby face." You know, at the time I couldn't even grow facial hair. I was probably like 22, 23 years old. And she's like, "Oh, I'm 26." I'm like, That's, "Yeah, like I'm like I'm 26 too." You know, <laughs> I, I had to lie because I didn't have game. I was 23. I barely knew how to like not stand awkwardly, and. um, we, we, we probably, like, this this whole relationship was probably three weeks long because I fucked up. We, you know, you could get to know somebody, you start chatting, and she's like, what high school did you grow up in the area? I was like, yeah, I grew up 
Streetsville, whatever. She's like, oh my gosh, she's like, we grew up in Streetsville too, but I didn't go to any of the schools there. I still went to the schools where uh, in Etobicoke, where I was from. Mm-hmm. But my sister went to St. Joe's. I'm like, oh shit, I went to St. Joe's too. Not even thinking, like being a total dummy. <laughs> Then the first thing she did was call her sister, asked her if she knew me. Her sister was no joke, two years older than I was. Oh, they go through yearbooks. They find I, the only yearbook that I'm in is my grade nine photo, which everyone's grade nine photos fuck. So she's like, "Yo," she called me up and she's like, "You know, like at this point, you know, we had progressed nicely. Like she had met my family. She even braided my fucking hair. Mm. Um, fuck, those were the good days. Mm. You were on some next level shit. Oh man, I was like." I was like so proud of myself. I was like, listen, I feel like I get cred for this too because it's like, it's, this is outside of outside of what I'm used to dating. This is like different for me. It was exciting, and of course, I had to fucking lie about my age yeah. because, because you know, because she wasn't gonna date a younger guy. End of the day, I could have been exactly what she wanted. Needed. She wasn't gonna date me. I was I was three or four years younger than her. Now that I think of it, but I remember I remember. Before ghosting was cool, I got ghosted. Oh, and we didn't have a name for it back then either. That's how bad it was. But I remember calling her and being like, hey, what are you up to this weekend? You want to get together? And she's like, no. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, yeah, everything good? She's like, I'm going to actually go to this guy's cottage. I'm like, okay. Cool. Wow. She's like, yeah. She's like, you can call me if you want, but you know, like, we'll be out. We'll be out and whatever. I'm like, okay, this is like really weird. I didn't even know how to take it, like whirlwind of emotion. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't even know how to take it. And so I remember calling her. I'm like, hey, like, I got a voicemail. It was so lame. And I left this voicemail. I'm like, I think I did the math in my head. I think like, I think you found out how old I actually am. But like, I want to know, like, can you just call me? Can we just talk? Like, it can be cool. I was like, even if this doesn't work out, like, can we still be cool? I remember leaving this voicemail and immediately regretting leaving this <laughs> Like, I, I remember thinking of the words to say and then instantly regretting thinking them. But then I said them. And I was like, yeah, ah, there's no coming back from this. And then I was just, like, too far deep into, like, this wormhole of, like, shit. So, um, like, like, no, she never called me back. I ended up, I ended up at one point seeing her sister randomly. I didn't even know her sister. I just looked her sister up in my yearbook and I saw her and I'm like, oh, I know who that girl is. And I remember seeing her. I remember asking her about her sister and she's like, wait, are you actually, you know what, now that I think of it, I wasn't even 20. I was like 19 at the time. And I remember she's like, you that 19 year old that trusted with my sister? I'm like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, technically, that I guess so. Yeah, you're famous. <laughs> you know, dude, like I brought her home and I brought her home to meet my parents and it was like, I thought for sure like things were gonna happen with this girl. She dropped me so quickly. Don't lie. Listen, young guys, if you're listening to this, don't be a dummy. Look at me. Look at me. Don't be a dummy. Just be yourself. It will fucking work. Don't lie. Yeah, that's you, one, one of two. You could definitely meet an Aunt Zippy. You know, you just play your cards right. <laughs> if, if we could all be as lucky as you, Mel. Like, if we could all be as lucky to meet an Aunt Zippy. I met an Aunt Zippy once. This is like a side story from our last podcast. If you don't know who Aunt Zippy is, just go go back find the last milk and cookie. But I met my version of Aunt Zippy, and I, t- I totally should have brought this up, but it wasn't part of the theme. But my Aunt Zippy was this lady who we met at this bar. We used to follow this band called The Joys, and they were playing like whatever Brampton or something. And so we ended up meeting this couple who interest- introduced us to another couple. They put everyone in their minivan. Some of us didn't even have seats. Whoa. And I ended up fingering and making out with the guy's wife in the back seat, only 
because they didn't have a rear view mirror for some reason it wasn't there so i was making out she was totally on board for it but listen like i'm not proud of that moment but that moment happened. that was my the closest to my aunt zippy that i would get so man you know what i thought automatically i was thinking scooby-doo the, the shag mobile man. it was like a minivan it was like a dodge dodge uh caravan the caravan yeah anyways anyways Mel, you got you got a crazy story where you had to bend the truth to get well, some get some fruit. You get <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I did it once too, and it's actually pretty hilarious. It didn't work out because let's face it, nobody nobody gave two two flying fucks of what I was doing. Um, so my buddies and I, we decided we're gonna go out. It's a Friday night. And we're not we're just not gonna be ourselves. We're gonna be different people. And I don't know how this came about. I don't know if we were high, if we were already drunk, pre-drinking, pre-drinks were flowing, just ideas were popping. So we're like, yeah, we're gonna be different people tonight. So my one buddy, he's a tall, lanky blonde. Um, you know, he looked like a prototypical um like pilot. Like Hitler's yeah. youth. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> he got attention like Hitler too. No, no. Just, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So, he, um, and he loved Tom Cruise. And um, what's what's the movie called? Him and um, uh, shoot, what's that movie called? Top Gun. Yes. Yeah. He looked. He you know he basically looked like Val Kilmer. Yo, from, Top Gun's coming back. I heard, and I can't yeah. wait for that. I, and I'm the preview's insane. I I can't wait. Uh, so yeah, he kind of looked like Val Kilmer. Uh, so I worked uh, for Hakeem Optical at the time, and I would always just like five finger discount, like things left, right, <laughs> really. <laughs> and I got him. Wait, was it more than seven years ago, Melky? Because you could get yourself in trouble, Mister Hakeem. This is a different Hakeem Optical. Yeah, this was Sir Hakeem Optical. No, no. Uh, <laughs> I heard them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I got him a pair of a- aviators. So he's like, I'm gonna rock these tonight. And I'm gonna say I'm a pilot. I'm like, that's gonna fucking work. Uh, my one buddy, he always used to like dress up in like tailor suits and you know uh, three like three pieces, two pieces. So he said, and he had the gift of gab. Like he wasn't the best looking guy, uh, but he had the gift of gab. So he said, "I'm going to be an agent tonight." You know, like Ari Gold. Think oh Ari yeah, Gold. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he was an agent, um, and then we had another guy. I think he said he was going to be a pro wrestler because he was really big. Yeah. Amateur pro wrestler. He was really big. He was built like to shreds. And then there was me. So I worked, like I was saying, I worked for Hakeem Optical. So I actually had Mr. Hakeem's phone number. (laughs) And I don't know how I got it, but I ended up having it. It was in my phone. So because of my background, so I'm half Jordanian, half Jamaican. I'm like, I can, I can work with this. I'm gonna say I'm Persian. I'm going to wear really cheap cologne. I'm going to dress in funky colors, you know, with the the white pants and like the, <laughs> the cheesy like collar shirt. I'm gonna yes. button it down a couple. I'm I'm going to put an abundance of gel in my hair so it's not as nappy. And I'm going to say I'm Mr. Hakeem's son. <laughs> I love it. 
I love it. I love it. <laughs> so we uh, we went to do you, do you remember a place called Energy or Kingdom? N- NRG. Yeah, yeah. I totally remember it. That's the first club I actually ever went to. The first real club I ever went to. Yeah. So then, so you know exactly where it is too. Uh, so we that's the place we were rolling to. And not the best of the best there, but no, it's a place where our stories could be believable. This is where we're testing it out. So we roll in and, you know, it's actually bumping that night. Like there's, there's all types of like girls are, um, they're the goths, they're, you know, the hip hoppers they're the teeny boppers. There's like everything, right? Yeah. That, that mosh pit of like underage and then everything else wasn't, it was like, Everyone of age was just staring at the people who were, like, mm-hmm. who were just exactly. staring at them until they were <laughs> of age. Exactly. So you, you know it hands down. So we're in there, and my one buddy, uh, he just goes to the bar. He's wearing his aviators. Uh, the 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 wait or the bartender she asks, "Oh, why are you wearing your sunglasses?" He, he's like, mm. "You know, I'm just so used to it. I fly." Yeah, you know, like all these commercial flights, and I, I just don't. T- I'm I'm not me without them. And she's like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." She's like, "Yeah, would you like to go see? You know, I could take you on a tour one day." Like, so he had his was the easiest because he just had to keep the the aviators on. So his was the easiest. My one other guy, so he's kind of out of place because he's all dressed up. Because that's not that's no, it's not a place where you dress up. <laughs> you yeah, dress like down jeans, yeah. yeah. He yeah. dressed down for this place, so he didn't have he didn't have the best of luck. But I think he I think he went home with a fire crotch. And for those who don't know what a fire crotch is, that's a redhead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my one other buddy, he just just looking at him, scared the shit out of everyone. So I I, I think he had a girl he had a girl on the side anyway. So he just ended up going back to her. And then there's me. I'm uh I, you know I'm. You know, walking in, I'd probably look ridiculous. And I wish I took a picture of this. I did not. Um, <laughs> but I just look ridiculous. Don't really look Persian, but I smell Persian. And I'm sorry if I offend you Persians, but you guys love your cheap cologne. And yeah, I and, know. And Persia hasn't been a country for like 3,000 years. So you're good. Yeah, yeah so we're, we're rolling, yeah. man. Um, you know, I, I, I'm just, oh, and I was wearing... <laughs> wasn't wearing socks, but I was wearing like those really point, like a really pointy like yeah. dress suit. <laughs> yeah. Skis. Yeah, exactly. So I somehow managed to like reel one in, and you know we're just shooting the shit. She's like, "Oh, what do you do?" It's like, "Well, my I have a famous father." She's like, "Who's your father?" I'm like, "Oh, you ever heard of Kim Optical?" She's like, "Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we we'll pass by them. There's like so many of them. I'm like, oh, that's my father." She's like, "No." And I'm like, "Yeah." It's like. Prove it. I'm like, so I pull out his phone number. I'm like, I got his phone number. You want me to call him? She's like, Do you want to call? I'm like, yeah, I'll call him. I'll tell him to like get us a limo. We'll fucking go back to the mansion, you know, yeah. up in Richmond Hill. She's like, oh, you'd really do that? And I'm like, yeah, why not? Like, you know, let's party, you know. So she's like, no, 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 no need to do that. I'm with my friends, you know. Let's stick stick around for a little bit. So I was just rolling with that. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, I got her number, but like nothing happened after that. Like I, I you know, I was so drunk that night. I, I fucking didn't care after that. But you know, I, I was just the guy. Like it's Mr. Hakeem's son. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that like, like that was you the probably only... made her weekend. She probably told everybody she knew that she met the son of the Hakeem heir. 
Right. I, I'm pretty sure, like, yeah, I'm pretty sure she she retold the story. It's like, I've met someone famous at Energy of all places. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. Uh, like I said, nothing nothing went down with that. But I didn't care. Like, I just had fun with it. Um, but other than that, man, I'm just me. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm too lazy to be someone I'm not. So. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It, it's it, it it made me it triggered listening to your story made triggered me to remember a couple other stories but me and my buddies we every year we do a road trip and this one year we went to pittsburgh now i had like super low expectations for pittsburgh and i was like you know let's, let's just have like a great time it was like the best time ever we went to this one place called mario's or mario's depending on what if you're italian or not and <laughs> at, at mario's like it was like you walk in and it's kind of like, is this a family restaurant? And what it's, it's two, uh, one's a restaurant and a bar, but they're side by side. And okay. basically it's a shoehorn. You walk around it. And so they, they push all the tables and the chairs into like one section. And then you essentially walk around this, this horseshoe and then you get to the bar. The bar has this huge like spinner thing on the top and you spin it, you pay eight bucks, you spin it and they give you a triple of whatever shot it lands on. Oh, snap. Yeah, so like my buddy, my buddy's like one, one buddy got like um, three wise men, which is like Jose Cuervo, Jack, Jack Daniels, and like Jack Bean or something like that. I can't remember exactly what it was. It's disgusting. Yeah, it so sounds disgusting. <laughs> I spun it and it's like Swedish berries. I'm like, well, first of all, I don't even know what shot that is, but I love the candy. So if it's anything close, I'm in. <laughs> and she, I remember the, the waitress pouring out the shot, and no joke, she shook a, um, a short rock glass. And basically filled it to half. I'm like, no, no, no. I took I took four shot glasses and I poured that one drink into four shot glasses. I gave one to the bartender and one to me and my buddies. But we saw these girls that were sitting out. Let me preface this by saying we were three or four of the guys were all engaged at the time. Or maybe we we're all in relationship, whatever. But we saw these girls in the bar. So we ended up talking with them. One of the girls works for the fucking FBI. But the crazy oh. story is we had been to all over the place, but this whole road trip thing started in Ohio. We went to go meet this girl that I had met on a cruise and her friends. One of the friends my buddy hooked up with, one of the girls went to that school who knew that girl. Like, so, so, so crazy, right? Small world, man. Yeah, these dudes from Canada were in Pittsburgh for like two days, th uh, two nights, three days. And we meet these girls who went to the same school as those girls we first met the first road trip. It was like this big roundabout crazy moment. But my the reason why I, I'm telling the story is my buddy who's a cop loves and also hates being a cop. He loves the fact that he's a cop because it's probably the job he, he wanted to do. But he also hates the stigma of being a cop. Right? Fair. Mm -hmm. So he's like, tonight, so we start talking to these girls and he's like, oh, I'm a hairstylist. My parents, my family owns this this uh, salon for years. But he's basically telling my story in front of me, and I'm playing catch up. I'm like, <clears throat> I'm a police officer, <laughs> and so like basically we we're just trading lives. So like I guess it's kind of like, it kind of like fits fits the theme. But the point is like uh, I I remember talking to this girl. She's like, oh, she's like I actually work for the U.S. government. I'm like, what? Are you for real? She's like, well, you're an officer. You get it. I'm like, yeah, totally. <laughs> to serve and protect, right? Am I right or am I right? So I'm like, well, what do you do? And she's like, I can't tell you. I'm like, what do you mean you can't tell me? Like, I don't even live in this country. She's like, 
exactly why I can't tell you. I'm like, that's totally, like, you know what? It's all making sense to me. It was, so I pretended to be a cop to talk to this, this chick for like two hours. And then we're all like, okay, well, we're, like, we're going to head back to our hotel room. And she's like, you guys don't want to come with us? I'm like, listen, like, not for nothing. We're all engaged or in relationships, but we're just like having a, having a night. But thank you. Like, it's obviously like a, an honor that you guys are like actually talking to us. So that was like, that was crazy. That was a fun night, crazy night, but that was a really false identity kind of night. You know what? That actually reminds me of another story. And I wish I'd gone with it because who knows what I could have gotten out of it. So this is three years ago. Yeah, almost three years ago. So I, I just um, escaped from the troll. I was no longer with, uh, the, with hairy titty. the hairy titty bridge troll bitch. And uh, we were in Hamilton uh, down on Augusta Street. And there's like a ton of bars. Like a, it's like bar yeah. after bar after bar. So we were at this place, Shipwreck. And man, I wanted to I wanted to just look different, feel different. So uh, my one of my good friends, uh, he's a hairdresser. And I like him already. Yeah, no, he's and he's Italian too, so gives <laughs> some good times. Yeah. Um, so uh, I, I know you don't like the NFL, but at the time, the biggest one of the biggest stars was Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. And he had the uh, the blonde uh, at the top, and so you know what? I'm like, I want to do something like that. Why can't I do something like that? I'm part black, you know. Come on. So I had his missus uh, do it for me. Um, and she did a pretty pretty decent job. It didn't go blonde. It was more like a Orange. dirty brown. Or well, it was it was a more of a dirty brown. Um, so long story short, so I was hitting the gym at the time too, like more than I ever had been. So I was pretty ripped, like I was pretty jacked. And I go, we go to get into this place, and the the master looks looks at me and he says, um, "Where's the rest of your guys?" And I'm like, I mean, I'm like the people that are behind me. Like, no, 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 your boys. Where are your boys? I'm like, um, what are you talking about? He's like, your boys, the guys on your on your team. He thought I played for the Hamilton Tie Cats. Oh, nice. and they and they were expecting like them to show up because they had just won um, a few hours um, earlier. And I looked at him, and I I wanted to go with it, but I'm like, how far can I go with it? I didn't. But the fact that he thought I was like a Hamilton Tiger player, I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like looking back at it, I'm like, "I wish I just said, yeah, you know, they're on the way, man." Like, come yeah, 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 I'm early, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just early to the party, right? And I didn't, I regret. And then my, my everybody like looked at me, like, "What just happened?" I'm like, "Oh, he thought I played for the Tigers." Like, why didn't you fucking go with it? I'm like, conscience kicked in, you know? Yeah, like, you know, man, it's pretty cool. You know, like I love those moments, like. It's so funny because like we're triggering each other's memories. Mm. But when I used to do my stage work, uh, we did this thing in Mexico, and we were in Puerto Vallarta, and I had this like place by the way, yeah, I had this like white linen suit, a teal dress shirt underneath linen dress shirt, and a fucking white silk tie. (laughs) I roll into this party, yeah, yeah. I roll into this party. Now, like, picture this, like. I'm probably in my prime. I'm 20, maybe 25, 26. Like physically, I, I probably never was in better shape. Um, I was just boxing at the time. I had some shoulder work going on. Everything was like good. And I remember going to this party and it was at, it was in a hotel lobby, but there was like four, maybe 500 people. I walk in and all of, now they're 
hairstylists from all over North America, mm. all over like U.S. from the U.S. like probably like twenty from Canada, um, hundreds from the U.S., some from Mexico, some from like the Middle East, like um, um, Lebanon. Oh wow! Enjoy. Like, there, there's tons of hairstylists there. Like I said, a couple hundred people. I, I think at the most maybe six hundred people, maybe seven hundred people, but. I'm there and like I'm in my physical peak. Like I feel good. Like, I like at the time I had like long curly hair. I do. I'm gonna show you pictures one day. You're gonna laugh. At me. <laughs> All the Mexican women from ages, I'm gonna say 20 to 70, come up to me. <laughs> saying something to me, right? And I'm like smiling. Like flashes are going off. And my buddy pulls me to the side. He's Canadian, but he's originally from Lebanon. He's and for whatever reason spoke Spanish. And he goes. They think you're somebody else. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever, man. Like, whatever, cool, cool, cool. He's like, no, no, no. You look like a Mexican soap star. They think you're him. You oh, gotta man. tell them you're not. I'm like, are you kidding me? Dude? Like, <laughs> like, like, thirty girls here want to take photos with me. I'm gonna tell them after the photos are taken. Right. I remember <laughs> laughing so hard, dude. First of all, I don't even know why I owned a white linen suit. Is your your fancy guy? Yeah. Right. <laughs> And like, I remember like, it was like the peak. Then the craziest thing, that guy, his name was Woody. Woody. Where's Buzz? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Woody's wife at the, or his girlfriend at the time, wasn't even his girlfriend, who later became his wife, yeah. came up to me and she's just like, all these women think you are like so beautiful. I just want you to know, like, you're not. You're just kind of good looking. And I was like, I didn't know what to think. She said with the, she was British. She said with an accent. And I couldn't tell if she was being like condescending or if she was just being like, like, don't get like, she was like, just yeah. pre prepping me. Cause this was like my first, this was 2007. And she was probably just like telling me, Hey, like, listen, like don't get too, too much of a big head. But the way I took it was like, she was like, listen, you're not that good looking, relax. So I, dude, I was like eating this up. It was like a highlight of my trip. I remember, I remember that night. Oh, sorry, the next day we had like another, we had another convention. It was like a three or four day convention. It was at this like really nice resort. One of the girls I danced with like the whole night, she spoke almost no English. I spoke zero, <laughs> zero Spanish. Like Arriba was the only thing I knew. I don't even know what that means. It just sounds what to say. No hablo espanol. <laughs> exactly. I remember, so I had, I was sharing the room with like my mentor at the time, who was like uh, the person who got me into the company. She, she was like, I always call her like mama bear. Cause she always took care of me, even though she's only like five or six years older than me. She always took care of me. She's always like making sure that I was doing like the right thing. Very mama bear ish. Right. So we're sharing a room. She gets a phone call saying that there's a girl coming to my room, our room. And she's like, who's this girl? And she's like, I, she didn't understand what's going on. This girl shows up. She's one of the girls I was dancing with the night before. She's like, I'm here to help you get ready. And I was like, what? She's like, do you need any help with anything? I'm like, yeah, I got, I got one thing you can help me with. Yeah. Right? So like in my head, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this girl's obviously making the moves on me. My my roommate, Nikki, she was like, she's off in her own world getting ready for the night. You know, like those women, they need like those like two hours to get themselves properly oh. ready. So I was just going to like, I had like, uh, like a beige, <laughs> a big stretch for my white linen suit. I had a beige linen suit that Jeez. I was going to wear. Like Sounds like Miami Vice, man. Right. <laughs> but first and foremost,
foremost, I sweat a lot. Like I sweat in the shower. <laughs> and then on top of that, it's like, I'm going to be in Mexico in August. Like what? Why? Nobody, Mexicans don't want to be in Mexico in August. No, mm. definitely. So I said to the girl, I'm like, I'm, I'm just going to get my shower in like 10 minutes. If you want, you can join me, which she declined. And then I was like, I'm just going to, like, I'm going to steam my shirt and then I'm going to just go. She's like, I'll iron it for, do this girl, iron my shirt, iron my suit, my linen suit while I showered. And then I kept like kind of like drawing her into the, into the bathroom and she wouldn't have any of it. She's oh. like, I'm just here to help you get ready. I'm like, what is going on? So I tried to like, I tried to talk to like one of the guys I kind of like befriended. He was, he spoke really good English. He's Mexican. I'm like, what's going on here? So he told me the whole thing. How I look like a soap star, how like all the girls were talking about me. My head was like huge, but at the end of the day, they're like, like you just look like him. We're like, you're not him, so we don't <laughs> care. You just kind of look like him. I was heartbroken, but also like so like ego satisfied too. I, I have a question for you. Mm. Did you contemplate staying in Mexico <laughs> because you were this famous soap opera star? So the crazy thing is, my love from tequila stems from this trip. Oh, so shit. I went to Mexico for the company four or five times, um, four or five times in Mexico and then four times to Houston, which is basically American Mexico. But, um, it's true. Yeah. But yeah, that's, like, that's true. where my love for tequila stems. Yeah. But the, because I, I kind of look like this soap star, which the crazy thing was I tried to Google them. I couldn't Google them. And it's also 2007. It wasn't like as, <laughs> as it is today. So I remember, I remember kind of like being like adopted by the, like all the Mexicans, the, the Mexicans that, that were part of the company. And they like, they tell me what tequila to drink, wh- like not to drink that water. Like, don't drink that, drink this instead. They, they introduced me to like all great tequila drinks. They, in- they introduced me to like, they like adopted me. Like I became an adopted Mexican, which I'm very proud of to this day. And it's why my, my collection of tequila is so vast. So, it all stemmed from 2007, looking like a soap star, having Damn. long curly hair, and fucking wearing a linen suit. It, you know what, though? I fucking love that memory. It's one of those great memories where you're like, hey, I'm, you know the closest thing I got before? Do you remember the fucking TV show Joe Millionaire? Came out in like 2003. Joe. The whole it's premise sad, it's, was... It sounds familiar. It sounds familiar. The whole premise was that you got this really handsome guy who just happened to have like the same curly hair that I had at the time. And they told all these girls that he's a millionaire looking for love when he wasn't. He was like a construction worker. He's just like a handsome oh, guy. Oh, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. He was like a lumberjack looking guy, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's what that's what I used to look like, right? Like before I lost all my hair and got fat, that's what I used to look <laughs> like. So that was like my claim to fame before. Like I looked like Joe Millionaire, which was not a fucking compliment. Even though he's a handsome dude, he was a handsome dude, though, man. Like I was, still, I, I was still, I was still taking it as a compliment. Anyways, that was that was it. So that was like, that was like my like I I went I went with it, and I didn't necessarily trigger the lie. I just went with the fabrication that I kind of looked like the guy. See, I think that's okay, man. Like if if people assume already, you haven't said anything. You know, I clean. I say just go with it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, now here here's a question: right. Have you ever lied for someone trying to be? For example, like, have you ever lied for your girlfriend or whatever, or a girl? Have you ever lied for a girl to your buddies? Yeah. And I'll, I'll start because I got to start off. Okay, yeah, you start. My my wife is seven years younger than me, which 
it is what it is. And you know what? It's all good. Here's the thing. I had dated high and low on the age chart. You know, I I had like I had like I had an anxiety moment when I was like 21. I was dating like a 29, 30 year old. That's one thing. But I never really I never really enjoyed going younger in age. For me, it just never made any sense. I always kind of appreciated the same or close to age. But when I met my wife, I didn't know how old she was. And we just started talking and I couldn't tell my buddies. I had a hard time telling my buddies that there was that much of an age difference. It's technically not seven years. It's like six and a half years. And I always downplay it to like, oh yeah, there's six years difference. But like, it, it's always kind of like secretly bothered me. Not now, like now that I'm 38 and she's 32, it doesn't really bother me. But at the time it was a little hard. So I always like fabricate to my buddies. I'm like, yeah, she's a couple years younger. And they're like, well, how old is she? <laughs> I thought it doesn't really matter. It got crazy though because my buddy, who's a year older than me, his wife's a year or two older than him. Between his wife and my wife, there's 11 years difference. And then I got super crazy one trip. We went. We used to always go to the cottage together. I said, "Hey, just out of curiosity, Andrea, um, when did you start getting your period?" And she's like, "Oh, when I was 11 years old." I was like, "Oh." Like, technically, you could be Brittany's mother. Like, you could have had her. I could be dating your daughter right now. How crazy would that be? Right? So, anyways, that was like, it's like a little a little bit of a stretch. It didn't hurt my shoulder trying to reach for that one. Yeah. But it's, yeah. Like, have you ever had to do that? Uh, no, you know why? Because I've always, for the most part, I've always dated older. So, yeah. it was one of those things where I bragged about them being older it's like oh by the way because my buddies would assume oh they're my age or whatever but yeah. i'd be like no she's like five years older no and zip he's like 25 years older <laughs> you know? like, i just always bragged about it. no i've never had to like hide anything like that or that would be a good topic for another milk and cookies just like age differences because like i guess technically i've been on both ends of the scale but yeah okay so why don't we do this? Why don't we just wrap on this topic? Because we're kind of like at the 40 minute mark. I probably rambled for like two minutes before this podcast started. I wouldn't so call it like, rambling, man. It was gold. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like it's, it's so crazy. And you know, like I feel for those guys who put the front on and then they have to like work their way back from it. Like for me, it's like, listen, if, if you have to lie, it's probably not a good thing. But those guys who try to like maintain it and keep it up. I do. I had a buddy. Oh my God. I got to tell a story before. Yeah, we go. do it, man. Let's get it. I had a buddy dating a girl. She was technically married, but the relationship was going south. When she introduced him to her friends, she introduced him as this is my this is my buddy blank. He's gay. So he had to pretend he was gay in front of her family, her friends, her husband, until mm. all of a sudden he wasn't gay, and now they're in a relationship. But it came back to bite him because when the cards were down and he moved across the GTA to be with her, she then said, like, I'm good. I'm out. Thanks. Thanks for nothing. And he was stuck with his house on the other side of the GTA. So away from all of his friends, all but one of his friends and like his family. So a crazy story. But like, listen, just I said it from the beginning. Don't be fools. Don't lie. Just be yourself. If it doesn't work out, it's not meant to be no matter how hard you want. Don't worry about it. It's going to be fine. You know what? Just. 
let them not like you for you for being you. You know what I mean? Right. No need to go that extra extra mile just to have a cover story. It's, it's not worth what's, it. What's worse? What's worse? Having to tell a person you lied, or just being upfront and being like, "Listen, I'm not this age, but it doesn't mean we can't still be together. We can't be fun. You know, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Let's just be cool, all right? But you know what? It's hard because at the end of the day, we're only human. The natural instinction is to be like, do whatever it takes to get the goal. If if that girl's a goal, sure, I'm 26 years old as well, or I'm super gay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, whatever it is, you know, like, I, I get it. I get why people do it, but don't, you don't have to do it, people. Just remember that you don't have to do it. Well, first of all, going back to your comment, it's hard. That's what she said. And secondly, um, yeah, and like just to hit, just to chime on what you just mentioned, it, it's going to blow up in your face no matter It's going to blow up in your face at the beginning or later. So you know what? You might as well just let it blow up in your face now. Save it's yourself not gonna some time. Be good. It's just, no. At the end of the day, it's not going to be good. Save yourself time. Just pull out this one line. You look as tasty as an Oreo cookie. Now all you need is some cream filling. And you know what? You're in. <laughs> if that works, I'm buying your drinks for the whole night. <laughs> if that works. Look, man, take us home. Let's put a ribbon on this guy. You know what? Uh, first of all, I'm happy New Year, bro. I don't think I mentioned that earlier. Uh, this is Milk and Cookies. We're just here having fun. We love you women, but at the same time, you, you make us crazy. <laughs> so on that note, um, Anthony, you got anything uh, on the up and up? What's what's in your – what's coming to, to a pod name? Yeah, my man. Thank you. So um... – Really nothing. Lockdown. I'm being a dad, super dadding it. Um, I just want to say, fans of the Not After 30 podcast, listen, there's stuff, there's stuff in the pipeline. I just need to get organized and get it all sorted out. But stay true. The Muster Guys and Tim Carr and everything else is going to keep us afloat until NA can be a little bit more frequent. It's just life's crazy. I'm trying my best here, guys. Um, that's kind of it. Also, I was going to say, I was going to draw on like a mustache and wear glasses as a disguise for this whole pod. <laughs> so if you're watching us on YouTube, I'm sort of disappointed. What I did was I exposed one ear and kept one ear in my tube. Damn. Hopefully that was enough of a difference. I think so. Um, is, that, is that Anthony? No, Al Heffy would never wear that. Definitely Which is not. true. I would never wear a hat like this. I just look so cool. That's it. I'm just saying. All right. With that being said, I'm good. Melky, take us home, baby. Hey, thank you for uh, thank you for listening. It's another episode of Milk and Cookies, and as you know, that's how the cookie crumbles. Till next time.